Well, good morning, brethren. Following on from that parable, the parable of the sower, I'm going to read you another scripture based on what Jesus has said to his disciples in keeping with the message we've already heard. And he was saying to them, that's Jesus Christ, to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go, behold, I send you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Well, it's been quite a while, many years, since I've been called upon to speak at the front of a church. Uh, so forgive me if I do some referring to my notes. Well, in the parable of the sower, this used to be a very wasteful ex exercise in the time of Jesus. And in those early, the early times of farming, a lot of the seed was wasted, as you heard. But the ones that weren't wasted and were fruitful, not only became productive, but reproductive. What do I, what I mean by that? It, I mean simply that the ones where the, who had the soft soil became reproductive. They went, and they went and told others. So, <clears throat> you heard from that about beseeching the Lord for the laborers in the field. Well, I believe we're starting to see an answer to this prayer. I think we've had at least one, maybe two, offers of help to um, help Doozy and myself to take the gospel into our community, into this parish. We are simply laborers, co-workers, witnesses of Christ. So, I'm simply calling this an update and a refocus on outreach. An update and a refocusing on outreach. The first thing I want to say is this. By way of introduction, the COVID-19 pandemic can only, ma can only maim or kill the body. Now, of course, I want to be very sensitive to any of us who have, who have lost anybody or anybody we know is hurt by the, by the COVID pandemic. But it can only hurt or kill the body. The most serious pandemic is not the COVID-19 or any other virus. It is sin. 
You've only to look at the cross, to look on the tree at Calvary where our Savior died for you and me, suffered unto death. This is why Jesus, before ascending, said, Preach the gospel. You will be my witnesses to all nations. Ordinary people, not special people. It's not left to just the evangelist. This is everybody, can, anybody and everybody who knows the Lord can contribute to this work in some way. So the only solution, which is why we preach the gospel, is to sin, is found in Jesus, our risen Savior and Lord. Now, I have two prophetic pictures that I want to share because if the Lord gives us something and we know it's from the Lord, we have to share it. And so, um, one I have already shared before in this church and another, which I shall start with, which was given by a friend of ours, a lady, a sister called Steph, who came to see us on the island and she said this, She said that while she was praying with my wife about the island, about here, she had a picture which she felt the Lord had given her while they were praying. And it goes simply like this. When praying for the Isle of Wight, this was on July the 14th this year, she said, I felt God was saying, every church has a bell metaphorically, to sound out the gospel loud and clear, but it needs someone to ring it or to strike it, to strike the bell. And then after she, after she gave this picture, which she had received, and told my wife, a bell started ringing. <laughs> I wasn't there at the time. Anyway, I just thought I would share that with you. Now, going back to my picture that I felt the Lord gave me to share here to you all. This was given to me um, as the church being like a double-sided jacket. Now, this jacket is double-sided. My wife bought it for me. And you'll see the relevance of it in a minute. I, I promise you. Having given this word before, I felt to give it again, especially for those who may not have heard it before. Apologies to those who already have. <laughs> but It's called a reversible or a double-sided jacket. I'm sure you know that already. Okay? I'm not sure which one I prefer, but anyway, I would... I'll leave that to you. <laughs> now, why have I given that illustration? It is simply for this reason. The ch and I've said this before. Church needs to be turned inside out. The church needs to be turned inside out, just like my jacket. And I'm going to put it on the way I came in. 
maybe I prefer that. This is, a, and I shall make this statement. The church is like a double-sided jacket in as much that, and I am delighted to be in a church that's inside out as well as outside in. Have you got that? We're not called just, we are called to be outside in, of course we are. We're not to give up meeting as believers, the assembly of the saints. But we're also called to be inside out people, going out into the world. And I know that some of you are already doing that. Many of us are already doing that in different ways. One-on-one, often one-on-one in our workplaces. All right? But essentially today, I'm talking about team witness. Church witness. Witness as a church. And I have three points. The first one, they're all beginning with P. (laughs) Preaching Christ. The second one, posting tracts. And the third one, practical and prayerful support. And I'm going to touch on all three of those before I conclude. Preaching Christ, proclaiming, announcing the gospel, the good news. Of course, that's what it is, the gospel. It's the only gospel that is good news of Jesus Christ. Why? Because he's our risen Savior and Lord. He's not dead. He's very much alive. Not even reported sick, as somebody once said. We have good news to share. The best news that can ever, ever be given, better than any lottery win, any lottery win, any um, amount of money or blessing on your life, this is the best news that anyone can ever... Why? Why is it the best news? Because it can save us for this life and for the next. Nothing else and no one else can do that. Previously, in St. Paul's outreach history, I'm given to understand, because it happened before I, uh, my wife and I were part of this church, where there were teams in care homes... And there was street work, I think that involved praying and prophesying, talking to people about the Lord Jesus as this, to be their saviour. So that was two initiatives that used to happen under the ministry of Peter Pimentel, I believe, uh, which some of, many of you will remember, uh, which I wouldn't have experienced. But that was in 2011 and uh, notably again in 2017. Anyway, currently, which is what I'm more concerned about now, currently, we are posting tracts through doors. This, is, this we could call literature evangelism, couldn't we? Literature outreach. Because we're posting leaflets which explain the gospel and also invitation forms for them to complete So, as that's preaching Christ. That's one way of doing it, isn't it? And a very practical way, I believe, the Lord has led us to, to do that, because especially in view of the pandemic and its effects, um, this is a very practical way. 
but, but this can always be done anyway, can't it? Uh, as part of the means. The means is not so, so important as the people who go and do it and why we go and do it. Secondly, posting tracts, literature evangelism. The fact that we've posted tracts since Doozy has been here, our minister in charge, it, it actually served two purposes. To introduce our new minister at the time and to invite people to, the, to, to know the Savior, to know Christ. Through prayer, the offer of prayer and the hearing of the gospel. Now I'm just going to be very practical and talk about, because all that's really mostly introduction, um, coverage. What have we covered concerning our leafleting, our posting through, let, through letterboxes in the area? Well, the coverage has been pretty wide, I suppose. Uh, there's too many roads to mention, so I'm not going to bore you an with an exhaustive list of roads that have been covered. I'm, I'll give you a few. We know that the Pan Estate and the, and the Furlongs and many offshoots of the side roads on that estate. I think that all of it, if not most of it, has been covered. Isn't that right, Doozy? Mm. And Doozy and Nena have mainly been um, doing that side. Uh, and I think there's been, there's been an offer of help as well to join the team, which is very encouraging, isn't it? Mm. But also, also, there are other roads such as Stapler's Road itself, Stapler's Road, Cross Lane, Hulberry Lane, Harvey Road, Victoria Road, Atkinson Drive, Cooper Road, Mayfield Road, Fairmont Drive, etc., etc. It's too many to mention, but all on that side, <laughs> to simply put it, on that side. Okay, responses. What about responses? Well, Definitely want to tell you about this, because Dozy has told me that he has had 24 response forms filled in, completed, 24 various emails and phone calls. So you are allowed to shout hallelujah. And of course, the encounters that we've had Doozy has had some, and Nenor have had encounters and conversations with people while they've been doing this work. Maybe I haven't had so much excitement because, and I'm putting it down to the fact that there's no shops or post office on this side. <laughs> so I betray my position. I think I had one conversation, quite a lengthy one, um, where the, guy, the, the, the fellow in, in, in uh, concern wanted to debate the scriptures. So, of course, I was happy to oblige. I'm, I, don't, I love debating the scriptures. And I love to answer good questions. Anyway, so my last point, point number three, Again with P, practical and prayerful support. Teamwork, 
because essentially we're talking about as a church, as a team. How can you help? How can I help? Maybe some of us are already asking that question. Is it availability or ability? Is it depending on ability or availability? Well, in my experience, and I never forget somebody told me this in an evangelism class, it's, Ivan, it's not so much whether you have the ability as, as whether you are, you are prepared to have the availability to make yourself available, you know? And actually, what often happens is as you experience it, as you go along, the Lord blesses it. If your heart is right and you're doing what's right in his sight, he'll bless it and give you the, abil- the, the ability along with the availability. All right? Because we're all called to be witnesses in one way or another to the Lord Jesus Christ. Packaging and posting of literature. That's one way that where help would be gladly received. Whenever we do postings, I know, and my wife will bear me out on this, that it takes quite a long time to actually put, it, put the packages together in one envelope and all the different envelopes to, to disseminate far and wide. And that's why I was very happy when my wife um, offered to help me to put them in the packages. So that's one way that you can help. Praying for the work. Praying for the harvest. The harvest is already ripe. It just needs to be collected. In many cases, the harvest is plentiful. But it needs to be gathered in. I conclude on this. Jesus said in his Gospels, Go and make churchgoers. Did he say that? No. No, we are to be churchgoers, yes. Especially when we know Christ, that's every reason to be part of church. He said, go and make disciples, followers, apprentices. You've heard that word used here before by another preacher. Apprentices, followers of Christ. That's why I want to finish on this word discipleship. And by the way, he said that in Matthew 28, verse 20, Mark 16, verse 15, and Luke 24, verse 47. The Great Commission, as we call it, the imperative to go out, not wait for people to come in, but to go out and gather and gather in the harvest, the invitation to the gospel. The kingdom of God, no less. And so, discipleship. And I finish on this. Nenna's book. I, something that really struck me in Nenna's book. And I believe this is a very important to finish up on. In Nenna's book... New Believers Study Manual, seven lessons on taking baby steps to grow in faith. Now, remember, we're thinking of discipleship here, aren't we? So, let's see if I can find it. Yeah. 
There we are. It's food for thought. Have you observed a baby learning to crawl, stand, or walk? Did they stumble occasionally, and what did the adults around them do? Now, I wanted to mention that because it is very, very important to understand and appreciate that we should never be bringing anyone to Christ unless we are prepared to look after them, to help them to stand, maybe crawl at first, as was just written, stand, walk, and you can't walk until, unless you've first learned how to stand, and you can't stand unless you first learn how to crawl. So it's a process, in other words, isn't it? Discipleship, looking after. We don't want to abandon them just because we've seen them in church. That's, that's it. No, it isn't it. We have to disciple them. We have to show love and care. We have to introduce ourselves, make ourselves known, spend time with them in follow-up, following up what we've done in giving the gospel. And we can do this as a church. And I believe I've said, I've given the message what I felt the Lord laid on my heart today for us at St. Paul's as a congregation. Praise be to God.